Hi, it's Tony Chapman, and welcome to Chatter That Matters, the podcast where we cut through the clutter to focus on what matters most to your life and your livelihood. Thanks to the incredible support of RBC, we're focusing the next 10 episodes on the heart of our economy, small businesses. Small business matters, and it's in our collective interest to keep them beating strong. In 2011, I joined the cast of a reality television show called Recipe Riches. chance of a lifetime as home cooks from across the country. The idea is that home chefs and their bumbleberry pie recipes could see their product appear on a supermarket shelf. Thousands of Canadians vied for that opportunity. I can tell you that building a food brand in a grocery store isn't easy. In those big stores, there's 50,000 brands vying for the consumer's attention. And most of that prime shelf space, well, that's either for the store's private label brands or multinationals who write a big check to have their brand shelter. So to succeed, you have to be good, very good. And speaking of good, I'd like to introduce our entrepreneur for this week, Christy Knowles from Mother Raw. Christy, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm very excited to be here. Christy, for 25 years, you're working with a multinational and then you did a big career pivot, became an entrepreneur. What was the motivation? Uh, there were two things. First, I wanted to find an opportunity where there was the shortest distance between me and the opportunities to make decisions, decisions on my team and on the business. And so it was about shortest distance to impact. The second thing was I uh, really was looking for something that was a sweet spot between what you know, I'm passionate about, which is health and wellness, and uh, my career. What did you find different? I think one of the, the biggest changes was uh, the days where there was just no scheduled meetings, no approvals required by me, and just sort of silence and figuring out how I needed to structure my own time to be most effective, as opposed to having my time structured for me. So a venture capital company invites you in to work with the founder, really thinking through their product line. But then something tragic happens. What was it? Yeah. So Michelle Kotman uh, originally founded the company as Raw Foods, and uh, she passed away at 45 years old. And uh, it was incredibly tragic. It felt like the lights went out in the, in the company. Even within that, you found the conviction to rebrand. How did that go over with her family and even her fans? You know, my conversations with Michelle up to that point, she made it very clear that she wanted this brand, this proposition to get into the fridges of, of more households. And that was her number one ambition. I asked her how she would feel about rebranding, renaming. And she was comfortable with it as long as we were clear and true to the proposition. So my job was to communicate that with the family. And in fact, her daughter worked with us over the summer during the rebrand, which made it quite a, a beautiful and touching story, really. And she was extremely supportive of where we were headed. At the end of the rebranding, or even today, what are we looking at? So what you're looking at is a new name, Mother Raw. You're looking at 21 different products across condiments, salad dressings, and dips. Is there one thing that knits all of your brands together? Our mission, Tony, is put good on good. And the way that that knits our products together is our uh, incredible ingredients that we use uh, that are organic and non-GMO. 
the processing uh, that we that we use, which is actually minimally processed, cold blended, never any heat added, and it's in how we express ourselves in the marketplace. This is the mark of an extraordinary entrepreneur. They have a north star. Theirs is good on good. It's not just slapped on the wall. It's not something you see as you walk in the door. It's something that they weave across their story, the ingredients in their products, and the way they treat their employees their customers, and the consumer. One of the mistakes many entrepreneurs make is jumping on a fad. They go up and down like a rocket ship versus building on a trend that's here to stay. Why do you feel plant-based is a trend? I think it's because there's clear evidence now, Tony, that plant-based eating uh, is a healthy way to eat. It's sustainable for the environment. It's economical, especially in these days where we're going to see meat prices rising as a result of COVID. And it's, it's a compassionate way to eat. And I think all of those things come together and make a, a very clear trend. Another point for entrepreneurs, if you're in the food business, is look at where the consumer is heading. And what we're seeing now is we're eating beyond our immediate gratification. It's not just how things taste. It's what is the functional value to my body? What's the animal well-being? What am I doing to help improve my footprint on the planet? So, Christy, as we get into plant-based, there's one brand that's really turned the market upside down, and that's Beyond Meat. They're almost like the Intel used to be on computers. They're everywhere. And in doing so, they've created a massive market capitalization and attracted hundreds, if not thousands of brands vying for the consumer and retailer's attention. How does Mother Raw find their way in such a crowded space? I think it's about being scrappy. I think it's about looking at every dollar and seeing how you turn it into something that others might not do. We call it taking smart risks. You know, let's zig where others zag, that kind of thing. Um, and uh, so far, we're, we're finding our voice. Where can we find Mother Raw products today? Is it just something sort of very local or? Well, uh, within the year that we launched Mother Raw, we have actually had uh, incredible success with distribution. So uh, within Canada, we are in about 60% of the total available distribution. You get your product listed at retail. How do you make sure it survives knowing that so many other brands are trying to compete for that same shelf space? That is the, the hard part for sure. How do you get your attention? And I think that, um, you know, from, from my perspective, coming from the CPG world, I really understand things like the shopper journey, right? So you've got a consumer that you might speak to online, but how do you take them from being a consumer through your social media channels and convert them into a shopper? And uh, we're working really hard on that with our digital media efforts and in partnership with uh, retailers themselves who uh, have direct access to their shoppers. I want to go back to good on good and ask you honestly, does it work for your employees? It seems to be working. You know, we take actions that are clearly aligned with putting good on good. Immediately, we went to thank you pay. We went to having their groceries delivered to our facility to protect them from having to go out uh, on their own. And uh, by providing them lunches at our facility, I think those types of very clear gestures demonstrate that our people come first. And you talked earlier about zigging and zagging. And one of the things that you seem to be doing different is you're actually manufacturing your product in Ontario. 
where the temptation might be to take that overseas. Why your commitment to Canada and how do you think that'll serve your advantage going forward? We are proudly based uh, in Ontario and we are able to communicate that message um, proudly with our Canadian retailers and our Canadian consumers because local matters. Local matters uh, more than organic these days even to consumers. And in fact, this morning, Tony, I just uh, approved uh, a design uh, to sticker the top of every single one of our bottles uh, that says proudly made in Canada. As you've gone through this major transition from the superstar with multinationals to helping a founder to having to take it over when the founder passed away, how has that defined your leadership strategy? There's two parts to that, Tony. Um, One is that when I was in in that corporate world, uh, the way that I characterized superior leader uh, was somebody who, who had grit. And to me, that was guts, resiliency, inventiveness, and tenacity. That was the differentiator that to me makes a really good leader in today's world. In this new place that I find myself as a female leader, entrepreneurial leader, is an evolution of that to include leading with heart. You can be really gritty and make difficult decisions. And at the same time, you can do it with compassion. You can do it with transparency. You can do it by building bridges. And leading with heart and grit, those two things coming together have really been my source of energy and pride. 80 to 90% of new products in supermarkets fail. And I think the casualty rate for independence might even be higher. How do you possibly think you're going to succeed? Well, you know what, Tony, if I listen to those odds, uh, if any entrepreneur ever listened to the odds, they never innovate. Right. So what do I think? I think that we found a way to reinvent a dusty category that has uh, all kinds of uh, opportunity. And at the end of it, what I'm most proud of and what the family and her fans and the team are most proud of is that we never, ever lost sight of what the original mission was put good on good. Entrepreneurs never listen to those statistics. That's for business classes. What entrepreneurs care about is finding the nooks, the unmet needs, sticking their finger into that hole, pulling themselves up. And the next thing you know, you've got someone like Christie's in 5,000 stores in a year. I've got three incredible experts lined up. I can't wait to share Christie's story. I must give a huge shout out to RBC for sponsoring the Small Business Matters series on Chatter That Matters and for running excerpts on 67 radio stations across Canada. I'm a big fan of RBC, not just because they're one of the world's best-run and most respected banks. It's because of what they do to help all of Canada. Take Future Launch, a $500 million investment to help Canadian youth find and pursue their path in life. Or the investment RBC makes in arts and culture, in amateur sports, and in building our new economy. When COVID-19 hit, RBC stepped up with millions of dollars to support food banks and essential services. And they had only one ask for this series. Don't make this show about RBC. Make it about the small business heroes. And speaking of heroes and their quest, 
Let's get back to see what the experts have to say. Daryl Jones, CEO of Save on Foods, one of the most respected food retailers in Canada. And I asked him, what are grocery stores looking for in new products? In the case of, of Mother Raw, it's unique as it's all 100% plant-based. What else gets your consideration? If you're local and you've got a great product uh, and the quality, which is going to be critical, high quality products, it's going to be a winner today for sure. Is local that important? If it's Canadian, made in Canada, that's definitely going to be a win. Absolutely going to be a win, the fact you're made in Canada, even if made in North America. Do you think plant-based is a fad or do you think it's a trend that's here to stay? Oh, there's no question that plant-based is here to stay. Does that mean all plant-based? It has to have great taste and it has to be healthy. Daryl, do you think this momentum will continue? As technology improves, as the quality of the product improves, as the taste profiles improve, I think it's going to continue to grow and be a bigger and bigger piece of, uh, of the um, market. Christy's got a great product. It's Canadian. It's really tasty. What else can she do to make that brand come alive in retail? If the person who's bringing it in is a real believer in their product and they'll say, look, we'll have, I'll, I'll supply samples, I'll sample in these stores, I'll get behind it, we'll, we'll, we'll put the product in people's mouths. That is the way that, that people get this idea that it's got authenticity. And when you can sell that, sell the fact that it's unique and it's authentic, everybody loves it. Speaking of Mother Raw, not a lot of people have heard of it. And early products in that category, not always delivered on taste. What should Christy do to get the attention she deserves? The most important thing that you can do is get that taste profile, get that into people's mouths, and then get the word of mouth out at how great it tastes. Okay, sampling. What else? I saw on the website that they have small packages, you know, the, the packages for putting on salads. Well, we sell all kinds of salads. So, so to have the opportunity for her to come forward and say, rather than, than lighthouse dressing, which is one that we have, there's the opportunity to get her dressing there. And Daryl, any final thoughts for Christy and all other entrepreneurs listening? Every time that, that you hear about somebody that's successful, that's because they lacked the fear. They, didn't, they weren't scared. It's fear that stops all these people from being successful. Christy, Daryl offered a lot in terms of building a brand at retail. What stood out the most for you? Music to my ears. Save on Foods was uh, one of the first to bring us on. And we are so thankful for their incredible support. To hear him say that we have a winning formula in being made in Canada, plant-based, high quality and tasty is, uh, is, is really just boosts our confidence. And I love his idea of taking our single serve to go packs and matching them up with their salads, their pre-prepared salads. I love that idea. I invited Nancy Rooney, who's a VP of marketing for PepsiCo North America, an absolute expert on food service. First thing I said is, what does Christy need to do to win, whether she's in grocery or in food service? Retailers typically manage their business through trips and baskets as their primary growth levers. And I think Christie's products absolutely do that. So I would consider a strategy where you're trying to help elevate sales on the perimeter. Typically in the produce section, I think Christie's products are a wonderful complement here. And so she could play a great role in adding to basket size. Christie's really interested in food service. What's your thoughts on this channel? 
It's an important place where you can build your brands over time. This is where your consumer live, works, and plays. And so your chance to create a unique brand experience, to bond to a particular moment, to really stand for something from a brand purpose perspective is exceptional. Why? If you think about the experience within food service, you are reaching immediate consumption, your end consumer, and really they're spending 45 minutes on average with your brand, enjoying the moment. And so you have a much richer time and experience with your end consumer. How should she approach food service? Food service is not an easy business. If you have a look at the P&L, it is a slim uh, margin business and uh, lots of long hours and, and heavy resources required to invest. But you need to find solutions that give you scale and get your brand in as many hands of the consumer as possible. So how could you do that? You can get scale through partnerships with brands like Chipotle and Panera, where you have a like-minded business mission and objective, the uh, the complementary brand positioning that Christie's business can bring to what these big brands are trying to do could give her some quick wins in the marketplace. Nancy, anything else? You might consider expanding into other partnerships where your uh, product portfolio meets a need. If you think of you know, Marriott hotels, cafeterias on campus, workplace cafeterias, Areas where people are looking for, you know, added value, delivering great healthy solutions to consumers. These will be areas where if you can land a distribution deal, you're able to get presence in food service literally overnight. And Nancy, do you have any final advice for Christy? I think she could look to explore relationships with food trucks, with aggregators, local restaurants, anywhere where there's an opportunity to sell uh, sides and condiments um, and, and they don't have a way to deliver on Mother Raw benefits. Nancy goes pretty deep talking about food service channels. What really stood out for you? I love the idea of partnering with uh, brands like Chipotle and have our dressing there of point of eating is a fantastic idea. And the creative and innovative approaches is looking at workplaces, which are going to change. And as well, food trucks as ways to connect ourselves into the food service world, I think are is, is fantastic. I really enjoyed my conversation with Jane Anderson from RBC. I had no idea they had experts that were that deep in the understanding of how grocery works. And she's certainly one of them. First thing I asked Jane is, what do you think of Christie's business? I mean, I take my hat off to the success Christie and her team have really developed driving, you know, being in 5,000 retail locations. They've got some great names, Walmart in Canada, Target in the U.S. Uh, I love the diversity they have. So if success does come challenges and opportunities, what do you think Christie should focus on? So for Christie and for every entrepreneur with experiencing strong growth, the three words I would I, I always would share are that growth consumes cash. And next? If you think of a business like building a house, if you're driving, you, you don't start building a house from the roof up. So if you're only driving top line growth or top line sales for your business, you risk it having all collapse on itself. Well, if not top line sales, where should she draw her attention to? There's a temptation to start with the top, the, the roof and just drive sales but you need that strong foundation and a line of sight to positive cash flow and a positive net income to be able to continue to invest that in the business. Many entrepreneurs are focused on growth. You're telling that time slower is better. Why? 
She can use bank debt to invest in capital equipment that will help her increase her production capacity or improve her efficiency and, and, and often enhance innovation. At the end of the day, she will be able to grow that business without giving away that precious equity that she's worked so hard to build. I, I can't believe how much Jane knows about the entire supply chain in the food business. What did you think of what she had to say? Well, I'm really excited that Jane um, sees what we're doing as positive in terms of you know driving the top line. At the same time, I really appreciate her sage advice about managing cash. It's just a wonderful reinforcement from Jane to continue doing what we're doing, which is growing top line while preserving the foundation. Christy, what I admire most about your story is how you dealt with the sudden passing of the founder. You kept her mission good on good and her legacy burning like a North Star. And your North Star shone a path, and one where you invited her daughter to join you. And together you, her daughter, your employees, and her fans never wavered from this path, even in the mid of the COVID crisis. Today you have a new name, a lineup of incredible on-trend plant-based products. You've opened up 5,000 accounts in this year, and you have the excitement and energy of a true entrepreneur. I would take three things away from this podcast. One, build your company from the foundation up, not the roof down. Less is often more, especially when meeting the demands of retailers. Two, continue to make the consumer your hero and your purpose to always provide them with the very best. Even as your company grows and, and you might have people come in and try to push you to cut corners. And finally, think of food service as a place for consumers to experience your brand. That little sachet of your salad dressing on a salad, maybe tried once, might turn it into a customer for life. And whatever you do, keep the equity you deserve for all the effort you're making to make Mother Raw one of the great Canadian food companies. Christy Knowles, thank you so much for joining us on this podcast. Well, a huge thank you to you, Tony, and to RBC. Uh, we at Mother Raw are absolutely beyond grateful for this opportunity and for the wise counsel that we've received. And we can't wait to just continue to put good on good at Mother Raw and um, be one of those businesses that matters. To find details on how RBC supports its business clients, visit rbc.com business. You've been listening to Chatter That Matters with Tony Chapman. If you haven't already done so, subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts. You can connect with Tony on Twitter at Tony Chapman, through LinkedIn at Tony Chapman Reactions, or visit his website, TonyChapmanReactions.com. Chatter That Matters is produced by Tony Chapman Reactions and Eye Contact Productions.